0: Okay, good morning everybody. Today's DAF is Megillah DAF Test. We left off on DAF Yud, Dalet, the Bays. We are two lines before the lines get wide. Two lines, the second to last skinny line, Amarav Nachman. So uh, today's year is sponsored, a lot of sponsors, Baruch Hashem, for today's year. Sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of his wife and children. It is also sponsored by Jeremy Lussman, in honor of the 75th birthday of his father, Dr. Mark Lussman. Many more in good health. Also by Ariel Jidel, for Rafush Lema, for Rachel Malcolm also by Simeon Moshe Kleinman also for Rafur Shalema for Rachel Malka Basertl Schendel. Also by Sean Rosenblum as a thank you for the she'er and accessibility of the she'er online. Also, although he had a sudden life-threatening medical condition, he stayed up to date with the Daf she'er. He should continue to do so in good health. Also by Ephraim Friedman, the Nishmas, Rav Dulitz, a legend at MTA, a dynamic Rebbe and teacher who taught and left a lasting impact on generations of students. I'm sure uh, like me, anyone who was at M- in MTA during those years has wonderful, wonderful memories and stories of uh, Rav Dulitz, Zechrona Levracha, Neshama Shev and Aliyah, also by Jonathan Levy in honor of the wedding of my dear Talmud, Jacob Deitch, to Naomi Weinberger, and also the the Chayab Bas Yisuel. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship, and uh, again, today we're going to continue the Agarita about the Megillah, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Yichu of Rachavazona and Chulda Han- uh, Hanaviyah and, uh, and what Yeshua's role in all of that was. We're going to talk about how Neviim, when they're quoted, what it means when we mention the name of their city, what it means when we mention the name of their father. We're going to identify Heysa, Huas Hasach. And then the Gemara is going to tell us about the beauty of four particular women in history. And then it's going to tell us about Daniel not wanting to uh, to report back negative news. And then we're going to have eight different Marim of Rabbi Lez- Rabbi Hanina on the bottom of Amun Aleph and then the Gemara is going to tell us how Midas Hadin was Mekah and then but the Torah ultimately protects us when Midas Hadin is Mekah and then the Gemara is going to have uh, various opinions of how far Achashverosh's uh, staff, the Sharbito Shalah extended when Esther walked into the room and uh, Achashverosh's offer of Chatzia Malchus and then the Gemara is going to have 12 different opinions what was going through Esther's mind ...when she invited Haman to a party. Twelve different opinions. And we're also going to talk about what was going through... Achashverush's mind when he was unable to sleep that night. And uh, that will bring us to uh, to the end of the Daffel. We'll see how far we get. It's a lot of words on today's Daff. So let's begin. Amrav Nachman. Chulda was a granddaughter. Chulda was a descendant of Yeshua. the Pasuk says... ...Ben Charchas. and the Pasuk says that it says that Huldah Hanaviyah that was considered, was was Eishah Shulam ben Tikva ben Charchas, and it says uh, that uh, Yeshua was buried in Timnas Charest. So you see that the two are related. So Eishvei Ravina Saba and Rav Nachman. Ravina Saba says to Rav Nachman, you tell me Huldah was a descendant of Yeshua. Shmona Neviim vehim Kohanim yotsu mirach Azona. The right Neviim who were all Kohanim that descended from Rav HaZona. Ve'iluhein, and they are Neriah, Baruch, Ussuraya, Mechastya, Yirmiya, Chilkiya, Hanamel, v'shalom. Rabbi Yudomer, af, nadia, mi Isa was also from Rachavazona. How do I know that? because the Pasuk says, Ben Tikva, uksiv and the Pasuk says, Es Tikva z'chutashani, that uh, the Rachav made for the Meragun, the sign of the red string that she hung out. So you see from there that uh, that this is a Kasha Rav, Rav Nachman. says that Chuldan descended from Yehoshua. Now we see that she in fact descended from Rachavazona. How could both of those things be true. So, Amalei, so Rav Nachman said Sabbath, some say he referred to him as a, a blackened klee because it's the derech of Talmidei to be engaged in Torah and not to clean their clothing too much, so their clothing becomes blackened. Mini minoch, What do you mean? We're both right. Yoshua uh, Rachav must have gone through a gerus and she married Yoshua, and therefore, of course, we're both right that Chulda descended from Yoshua and Chudu also descended from Rachavazona, because they got married to each other. So, so says the Gemara, but wait, to me Avalei Zareli did Yoshua have any offspring? Vaksiv, doesn't the Pasuk say in Deva Yamim when it talks about Shevet Efrayim, it says, Nun Beno, Yahushua Beno, because Yoshua is the son of Nun, but then that's it. The Yichu stops. Sounds like it didn't go any further than that. Says the Gemara, Ben Neilo Havulei, he didn't have any male offspring, he didn't have any sons, but bin San he did have daughters. The bride says, Said before that there were eight neviim that were all from the from the zera of Rachel. Says, well, wait a second. Bishlam in who I understand your Chanamel chanam Baruch and Saraya Mifrashi, Those are explicit that those people are neviim. El Afasayu, but Neri'o, who was Baruch's father, Mechasia who is the father of Saraya, Chilkiah, who is the father of Yirmiyahu, and Shalom who is the father of Chanamel. Minalan, where does it say anywhere that they were neviim? It just says that they were the fathers of neviim. So well, what? Can Gives you an indication that they themselves were Navian. It says any time mentions a person's name and his father's name in association with navius, biyadu navi ben navi. That's an indication that the father was a navi as well. lo shemav, mentions the name of the navi without mentioning his father's name, navi Then you know that he's a navi, but his father is not a uh, is not a navi. Just parenthetically, before we go weiter in this, we mentioned that Yoshua uh, married Rachav, So Tosso over here raises the question: How's that? How's that possible that Yeshua married married Rachav? She was from the seven nations that you know that are awesome in the Torah. Even if they're or even if they go through a gerus, you're not allowed to marry the, uh, the seven nations that inhabited Eretz Yisrael before we arrived. So the Tos suggests that maybe she was not from Shiva and she was from some other nation, and she had just come to live in Eretz Yisrael and other nations after their gerus. You are allowed to marry them. And Tos says, and don't tell me that the only applies beginning with Kibosh Ha'aretz and she went through a gerus prior to that because the measure says that even in the days of Moshe the Nesinim came to be Megayar and they were not accepted they were turned into Chot and Shoah Vemayim so you see that even before Kibusha Ha'aretz there was an Israel of Los Sfas Emma says well wait a second how is it that they, uh, they that, that they kept her alive? Pasuk says Losichaya Kol Neshama so it must be that since they made a particular Shavua to her that they're going to save her and save her family, and that Shavu was Alpi Kodesh that they were allowed to leave her alive, even in in, in uh in violation of the halacha, of Mosekay Kal neshama. So that's included in that, and included in that must have been a heter to be to marry them. Meaning you don't have to say Tulsa's answer that she was not from the seven nations. Maybe she was from the seven nations, but guess what? You're not allowed to leave them alive either. And they obviously left her alive, so maybe included in leaving her alive, and including in leaving her family untouched was also a, an Implicit promise that uh, she's not going to have the halachic status of the seven nations, and therefore the Yoshua the is allowed to marry her after she converts. So says the Gemara back back in the in the discussion of the Naviim over here. Shmo v'she whenever it mentions a Navi and the name of the city from where he hails, Mephorosh bi'adua shu me'osayir. So then you know that uh, he comes from that city. But shmo v'lo shemiro But if it says name and not the name of the city, bi'adua shu me'osayir. Then the default city of Nevi'im is Yerushalayim. Other than that, meaning there, there's such a madrega of Kedusha that one achieves when they get to Yerushalayim, the default city that a person has Nevo'ah from is Yerushalayim. Of course, in Chutzlar there is no Nevo'ah. In Chutzlar, it's only Cheskel, it's a very rare thing to have Nevo'ah outside of Eretz Yisrael because there is uh, this inherent Kedusha that's necessary when a person has Nevo'ah. I was just listening to uh, Rabbi Breidelwitz from Arsameach. He was saying that he was reading a letter that Rav Cook wrote to the Ridvaz. The Ridvaz was very unhappy with the Heter Mechira, and Rav Cook was a supporter of the uh, Heter Mechira. So one of the things that Rivaz wrote in his letter to Rav Cook was, you know, back in the day when we were learning in Valashen, I used to admire you so much, I wanted to be just like you. I wanted to, uh, but now, now look, now you associate with all the Zionists and you're, uh, and you're, you're supporting Heter Mechira. So Rav Cook wrote back many things, very fascinating things. One of the things that Rav Cook said was that, uh, that, that I, I was never worthy of you looking up to me in the first place. I don't know why you would look up to me but if I were worthy, it's inconceivable that after arriving in Eretz Yisrael, I would have fallen in Madrega. That's inconceivable. You arrive in Eretz Yisrael, you only, you only rise in Madrega. So anyway, so back in the Gemara, so it says, anytime it doesn't say in the Pasuk, whether, uh, whether the person's uh, actions are positive or not, and whether his father's actions are positive or not, and then by one of them, the father or the son, it says something good, so Tzfania was a Navi. That's an indication that Kushi, his father, was also a Tzadik. But whenever it gives you one indication, and that indication is a negative indication, so Yishmol is one that killed Gedalia ben Achikam, who was a Tzadik. Then it's an indication that Netanya was also a Russia. Malachi is Malachi Navi, is really Mordechai. From the Megillah. Malachi, why is he called Malachi? Shay Mishta the Because he was in a position of great political power. He was the Mishnah the Melech. So Some asked the is that really true that Malachi is Mordechai? Barukh ben Nariyo Saraya Saraya ben Masaya Vidani Saraya Sarai is not a name you hear so much, although uh, uh, Saraya Dublitsky you have uh, very rarely, but uh, but it's uh, it's a great name of a Navi. Sarai ben Masaya, Daniel Mordechai Bilshon Vihage Zahariu Malachi, Nisnabu It says that they were all Nisnabi for the Bnei Agola about the BS Beis about the Binyan Hamikdash through uh, the the first uh, Koresh, the first Melech Koreish. So, uh, so 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 uh, so and the Nevuah was in the second year of Daryavesh, who was uh, Darius the the son of Achashverosh. But bottom line is, what you see is that it lists Mordechai separately from Malachi. It gives a list of Neviim and Mordechai and Malachi are listed separately, so it's very hard to say that they're the same person. To and that's therefore to Yifta. And Rav Nachman, Tanya, Amr am Rav Karcha Malachi is Ezra. Now, you want to identify Malachi? It's Ezra Hasopher. The Chumro Malachi Shmo Some say, no, it's not anybody. It's Malachi. There's a Navi named Malachi. I'm Rav Nachman Mustaver. Commanded Malachi Zah Ezra. It's more Mustaver to say Malachi and uh, was Ezra. The Chizib, Bin Avius Malachi, because in the Nevoah that Malachi had, had given, which is written in Sefer Malachi, it says, "But God, the Yehudah David of the Yerushalayim Kichel, the Yehudah Kodesh El Nechar that the Navi is giving Musr to the Bnei Yehuda for their rebellion against Hakadosh Baruch Hu that he was Michal, the Kedusha in the fact that they married Nashim Nachrios they married non-Jewish women not only that but they did it b'farhesia they did it b'chutzos Yehuda and they did it in Yerushalayim and that they married these women so during the Tkuf of Malachi uh, this is unprecedented the Jewish people who are Bin Nichshal in Nashim Nachrios Uman Afrish Nashim Nachrios and which Navi gave Musr to Klali so about, uh, about Marrying Nashim Nachrios, Ezra. Ezra was the one who said such things after Ben came back from Golus Bavel. Most of them were not behaving properly, and some married even Nashim Nachriyos. So Ezra was the one that gave Musar. About this, and told them to to change their ways, and uh, his tfilos worked, and uh, ultimately they did tshuva. So you see, if B'nai Yisrael and the tochacha, the neviim to them was was the same by both Malachi and by Ezra, it makes sense that Malachi was Ezra. We'd rather say that than to say that there were two different tkufos where women, where Jewish people were marrying Nashim Nachrios. There were four beautiful women in the history of the world and they are Sarah uh, Abigail Rachel and Esther so, and the one who says that Esther was Iraqis, that she wasn't actually what you would describe as physically beautiful she had a greenish complexion and that's why she was called Hadassah because she was green like a like a hadas. we said that was one of the uh, interpretations of why she was called Hadassah that she had this that made her so attractive to people even though she was not objectively beautiful So then you got to take out Esther and put Vashti in her place. After all, we learned that Shverosh, uh was uh, was bragging about uh, about about Vashti that she was more beautiful than all of the other than all of the other women. Right? What was that in a few days where we learned about that whole conversation that all of the uh, that she was the most beautiful and that's why he summoned her to the party. So Vashti was very physically beautiful. Tana Rabanan the Brisa teaches us as follows: well, Rachav Bishmazin. So if someone even mentions the name of Rachav, it's Ma'orah a great taiva in a person. Ya'el Bikola, When you'd hear Ya'el Voice it would create a great taiva. Avigail bizkhirasa. Avigail just by by recalling her and thinking about her. Michal bashal beriyasa. Michal when you see Michal bashal, you have such a taiva. What does it mean that rachav with her, with her, with with Bishma? It means if you say the name rachav, you become a Balkari right away. He says, Oh, yeah, look at, look at me. Rachav, rachav, and nothing's happening to me. So, what do you mean? that, uh, that uh, you become Balkari right away. So I'm like, no, no, it's only if you've met her. If you've never met her, you don't know what she looks like. So saying her name is going to have no impact on you. Tosas raises the question, really, there were only four beautiful women and this is the group? He says, Why don't we mention Chava? After all, the Gemara tells us Basra in that Sara in comparison to Chava was like a monkey in comparison to a human being so uh, so, how can you say that Chava doesn't make the list so So says tells says us no that would be cheating to put Chava on the list we're talking about people that had a mother and a father uh, Chava was Yitzir Kapov of a Kodesh so of course she's going to be an entirely different uh, Bria she's going to be an entirely different category the Gemara continues the Pesukim in the Megillom so Mordechai knew everything that was going on and he goes out and he cries umara. So my Umar, what was his big cry that he was screaming. So Rav Ami Haman He was saying that the riches of Haman was, uh, was greater than the riches of Achashverosh, which is uh, to us that's obvious, but apparently at the time everyone knew Achashverosh's riches, but they weren't as aware of what Haman was up to. It was and Shmuel says what he was saying was that the Melech Elyon, that Akhrodosh Baruch, was stronger than the Melech Tachton, than what Haman was trying to do. But that was really Elashon Saghinahar. He was saying it's as if Haman is gaining the upper hand. Over the plans of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So after Esther hears the Mordecai crying out and wearing the big day sack, the says that she was Tishchalchal. What does that mean that she was Tishchalchal? It means that she was so terrified she became a Nida. Meaning unnaturally, it wasn't her time, and she just uh, had some sort of emotional uh, episode that she became a Nida. That she got so uh, so so shaken that she. All of a sudden had to, use the, had to go to the bathroom. So after Esther heard about the fast of Mordechai, she sent one of her officers to Mordechai, Vatikra asach. so Esther, Esther called asach, hasach that's a reference to Daniel, who was one of the officers of the king all the way back in the times of Bal Shetzar. and he remained in the court of Achashverosh. so why is he called Ahasuerus? Because in the days of Achashverosh, they brought him down from his position of authority, from his position of prominence, and he just became one of the Sarisim. With Shmuel al And Shmuel says, No no, he's called the Sakh because everything that was decided in the Malchus, in the days of, uh, of uh, the, the, that, uh, in the days of Ahasuerus was decided by his advice. He was such a, a valued advisor. So it's the exact opposite. Not that he was cut down from Gedulah, so, but that he was elevated to the highest point of Gedulah that a civilian can be. Ladas ma'ze So the uh, pasuk says that uh, she said, "Find out what's going on. Why is Mordechai behaving this way?" So Rabbi Esther sent a remnant to Mordechai. Shema Avru Yisrael did the Jewish people violate the, uh, the, 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 the the halachos of the Torah where we say about the Torah that on the two sides of the luchos so Mordechai requested of Esther through Asach to come to the Melech and to be mischanin for her people but Esther responded to Asach that, uh, that she's not, that, to tell Mordechai that she's not going to go to Achashverosh because she's afraid she's going to, if you go without Roshos you get killed so they told Mordechai what Esther's response was but it doesn't say that Hasach went and told Mordechai what the response was because he didn't want to give back a negative report, meaning Esther's response was, No, thank you, I'm not going to do it. So Hasach didn't want to be the one to deliver that message, so he sent someone else to do it. So then the command was given gather all the Jewish people and they'll go fast and they have for three days, etc. So, so the Gemara explains what Das are we talking about over here? What law are we talking about? over here. It's not a reference to the Dosey melech because she should, should have said melech. So I'm Rabbi Abba, yom that this whole thing is Shalom It's against the law because each and every day Ad Achshav Ba'onas up until now I was Neve'eles to the Melech Ba'onas because he always was one that summoned me baratzon, and now I'm willingly going to him. and therefore I'm, just like I, I'm lost to my father's house from the day that I was taken to, by, by Achash now I'm going to be asr to you like Inesha Sish that's Nivala to someone else Beratzon becomes Asura Labaila when Inesha Sish is Nen so as long as she's not married to a coming she's allowed to go back to her husband but when she's Nivala Beratzon to someone else so she uh, she becomes a Labaila so this is for the first time this is a decision that's going to get me uh, that's going to make me asr to you forever Tulsus raises the question from Tomer am I lawyer yim of temutaris why didn't he divorce her the Allah is a person's who's and she remarries, then you're not allowed to marry her back even if she subsequently gets divorced. But if it's Megarish Zishto and then she has Znos, she's just Mizana with somebody, so then you are allowed to marry her back. So why did Mordechai just divorce her so that she wouldn't be lost forever? 12P. Aiden, for Yoripen Yispar, Sema Dover because to do it get you need Aiden, and uh, the walls have ears, you don't want people to find out about this, Mordechai kept the fact that she was married to him a secret, right, one of my friends just reached out to me the other day and said, I understand, they were Dafka looking for Basula so how could it be that she was married to Mordechai, so I said, well, Ahasuerus was toying Tam Basula whenever he was uh, with her, so he said, yeah, that's what he was telling, but didn't they realize that she was married to Mordechai? So the answer is, no, that was a big secret, Mordechai was placing her in the palace even though he's married to her, and they didn't tell anybody, so much so that they didn't even want to do a get because they were afraid that then was going to find out. Vayavar Mordechai. So Mordechai was vayavar uh, he did everything that Esther said, so uh, including the fasting for three days. So what does it mean Vayavar though? Every Yom shall Pesach It meant that that year, the Titus included the first day of Pesach, because on the 13th day of Nisan, the Garus of Haman were written, and on that day, Esther said, you have to fast for three days. So that means Yudalid, Tesvav, and Tezai Nisan. So on the first day of Pesach, they were fasting, which means that they, they didn't do the mitzvah of matzah. That's a kasha that some of the achronim raised. that How could they be mevatal mitzvah of uh, of matzah? So the Oral Qunar suggests his answer. Everyone suggests there are different answers. Um, the, uh, the the Zion says, no, maybe they ate Shalok HaDar So in that way, maybe it's a kiyon mitzvah of matzah if you eat Shalok but, uh, but it's not a violation of the fast. You have to figure out if it's not a it's not a Then it shouldn't be a kibur mitzvah either. But whatever it is that uh, they they didn't, they, or it was worthwhile. It was so they didn't uh, they didn't um, uh, eat matzah that year. And Shmuel the other arkuma de maya, the Mordechai passed on uh, the other side of the of another of a river outside of Shushan in order to gather all the Yehudim that were there in order to fast. And on the third day, Esther was clothed in malchus. Big day malchus. Me by late should say she was she was wearing the begodam of Malchus. So, Rablazar Rabbi Chaninim, Chaninam, Lamit Ruach HaKodesh. It means that Ruach HaKodesh uh, resided on her. And Malchus doesn't mean Big Day Malchus. It means the Ruach that's called Malchus. And the uh, Raya that you could say about a Ruach that it's called Levisha, that it's called wearing, is Ksiv HaKovatilvashu, Ksiv Ruach Lavisha, Es And over there, it's a Ruach. It's, uh, that, that's explicit in the passage that it's a Ruach. And yet, it uses the term lovesha So, uh, once we mention Rablazar in the name of Reb. Hanina. So the Gemara brings a whole bunch of other memorals from Rabbaz in the name of Rabbi Hanina, not having anything to do with the Megillah Esther. So Rabbaz and Rabbi Hanina, the all the multi-bruch A person should always take the bracha of the Hediot seriously. Shari shnei gedolei adar bechum shnei adiotos v'inis kaima behen because there were two gedolei adar that were blessed by two adiotos and the brachos from Rukiyim ve'eluhain David Daniel, and they are David and Daniel. David debarche Arvana dechsev ayomer Arvana laMelech. David was blessed by Arvana because after David uh, got the of Arvana in order to build him his bath there, like he was told, in order to stop the magaifa that was caused uh, by by the uh, counting that, he, that, he had in, that that he had done. So uh, Arvana gave a bracha that Hashem alukecha yirtzecha, and that was fulfilled because the pasuk says v'yatar The magaifa stopped. So Arvana's bracha to David, even though Arvana was a hediot he was a nobody. Nevertheless, it was fulfilled. Daniel de dar Daniel was blessed by Daryavesh I'm going the ant, bit bit, Hu Yishvinach that Daryavish loved Daniel, and he wanted to save him, not to throw him into the Gov Ha'arayos, but the Sariah Malucha were uh, encouraging him to do like the gzera to full, to follow through on his Gzeira, so he had to send him in, and at that time, Daryavish gave a bracha to Daniel that Hashem, who he davens to all the time, should save him in the lion's den. And guess what? He was saved in the lion's den. So you see that a birch is hediot, al-tei kalabay necha. Rav Shetra often points out that the, the word hediot means... Uh, is, is from the same etymology of the word idiot, or I should say the word idiot comes from hediot. Idiot doesn't necessarily mean a low life or a terrible person. It means someone who's just very simple-minded. someone who does. So whenever you describe a, a hediot like Kohen Gadal versus Kohen hediot, for a Kohen, he's just regular. It means someone who's very regular. So a hediot, that Altei Birch's hediot, In fact, someone once told me that uh, someone refuses to come to our shul because I once uh, said, said that uh, that the Rama says that someone who eats in the sukkah in The rain is uh, is called a hediot, and there, there there's uh, many very holy Chabad chasidim even the sukkah in the rain, because that's their tradition. So he said, uh, so I just translated the word hadyot The way Rav always translates it, that's what the Rama says. Someone who eats in the sukkah in the rain is called an idiot. That's what the Rama says. So the person says, if someone who can call all Chabad Hasidim idiots, I didn't say that. I just said what the Rama says that they're called a the hediot. The etymology of the word Hedyot means uh, idiot, but uh, but uh, I mean, meaning idiot means it comes from hediot. Not that. That's megala what idiot means. It's not megala what hediot means. But anyway, so uh, even a birchas hediot, a bracha of a simple person, a bracha of a, of a, of a, of a is, is should be taken uh, seriously. That's the famous story with the rugged That someone came and asked the rugged for a bracha and he was sitting with another Rav. I think he was sitting, uh, we'll, we'll leave out who the other Rav was, a very Chashvah Rav. And the Rav said, no, I don't give brachos. Even though he was a Chassid, he was not into giving brachos. So the person said, so the other Rav said, look, even a Birch said, I will take Necha. So you should give a bracha at the very least, Kalvachomer. Kalvachomer, your bracha would mean something. So the Rav said, oh, I have an idea. Instead of me giving a bracha using a Kalvachomer, why don't you give a bracha without a Kalvachomer? And the, 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 the bracha will be fine. So Avamra was and it was fulfilled in her children. and he was unable to see. It became blind. Another statement. Go and look that the Gavura and the capabilities of Echad Hashem are not the same of the. The, uh, as the co host of a human being, when it comes to Basavadam, a person first puts the pot on the fire, and, only, and afterwards he puts water in it. Hashem manages to put the water there, and then the pot underneath it to hold the water. That's how Hashem fills the clouds. The water is there, and then there's like this base kibble to hold the water. Has something in the name of the person who initially, who initially said it. Maybe Gula Liolam is going to bring Gula to the role of Shemar of the Melech, B'Sheh Mordechai that Esther said to the Melech in the name of Mordechai. So when Esther heard from Mordechai that the Srisim wanted to kill Achashverosh, she revealed to Ahashverosh in Mordechai's name. And that was therefore written in the Sefer Hazichronos that Mordechai saved the Melech and that led to the Gula of B'nai Yisrael. So you see Omer Dover B'Sheh is maybe Gula, Gula Li This Sell pikabala that, uh, that you know after a person finishes the joshua they say on goel based on what the, they quote from the arizal that at the time of matan Torah Kodesh Baruch Hu gave Klal Yisrael a certain amount of chidushet Torah and uh, whenever and whenever any Talmud Vasek is also the chadish until bias goel and the guula is being pushed off until we say all of the chidushim that we need to do so when we're misrashal from making chidushim uh, from from creating chidushet Torah that causes that delays the guula. So when a person darshins and he says some sort of chiddush, so uh, he should say uval tzion that this should be bring us a little closer to the gula because I said some sort of chiddush that that uh, chiddush should bring us closer to the gula. So the medrash Shmuel and Pirkei Avus, and Parakvav Mishnah Zayin says someone who doesn't say something b'she'mamro he just steals other people's chiddushim so is not going to ever have a Kinyon of Turi, he's not ever going to want to say his own chiddushim he doesn't have to he's stealing everybody else's chiddushim so uh, so it's never going to bring the gula whereas if Romer are homer so you're going to Certain things said in your name, also, so you are going to be motivated to create Chidushim. So, if you are going to be motivated to make chedushay Torah, that's going to be maybe guula li'olam. That's going to bring guula into the world. Question is, why does it have to be a statement of uh, of of, of uh, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Hanina, That uh, Kolamadav Mishnah. The Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, may be maybe And uh, we learn it from Esther, So, so what's Rabbi Chanina teaching us with this din? So, the the Marsha suggests that since this parak is a uh, is, is a brysa um, that, uh, that it could be that Rabbi Chanina was unaware of it meaning that parak of Pirkei Avos of Pirkei were not Mishnayis, were only brysos so it could be that he was simply uh, unaware of it but uh, uh, you know Rav Yonason Sachs has a shtick whenever he quotes whenever you say something in the name of the person who said it maybe he says who said that? Who said meaning does anyone ever remember to quote who actually said that? Who actually, it was the Bala Meimer? So it's, he's cheating a little bit. Rabbi Bolson pointed out to me. He's cheating a little bit by saying that because there are two Bala me- <laughs> It's Mishnah uh, and Pirkei but it's also Reb Rabbi So says the Avaiter, Ba'amer Reb Lazar and Rabbi Avad, Doro Avad, when a is lost, he's lost for his generation. That, meaning that generation now no longer has someone to protect them. I Meaning that, but the tzaddik himself is in a better place. It's like a person loses a precious gem, wherever it is, it's very precious and it's just do, it's doing just fine. Lo just that the baelim doesn't have it anymore. So the kolze Haman said that he tells his wife and he tells his his family that all the covenant, all the osher is worthless to him. When he saw Mordechai sitting in the shara melech, what all of a sudden everything became. Worthless to him. Why is that the case? So uh, that uh, Mordechai would uh, would would uh, be towing Haman with a taina of Osher v'Zeba, and Haman would stand in front of Mordechai with the shtar of Anius, meaning Haman had sold himself as an Evid to Mordechai many years prior, but then uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, it was forgotten, and Haman would rose to Gedula, but Mordechai would always show Haman b'Kvius the Star Mechira to remind him where he comes from. That you're my evad so Haman says with all that, everything he sees uh, all of his nechasim, he realizes so it's Nenu shavali all of his nechasim are worthless every time he sees Mordechai, because it all really belongs to Mordechai the, people, the other people would say about Haman because of that mechira, that he was an evet who was sold for a few loaves of bread uh, that's, what he, that's what Mordechai bought him for so v'kolze Nenu shavali he says So what's the lashon of ze? You only say ze when something is right in front of you. Ze means like your mora beetzba, right? That's why uh, Chazal say on the uh, pasuk ze ke li vanveyu melamit sharasa shiv chalyam ashalaroy cheskel bebuzi binivuasa because to say ze means you have a clear vision to the point that you're able to point to it. So Malamit shakol ganazim shalso rasha alibo. It tells us that all of his uh, valuables were chakuket alibo. He was constantly thinking about his wealth. Amar kol and therefore, when he saw, when he, when he saw Mordechai sitting Bishara he said, "Kol ze, It's as if it was with him at all times. Is another teaching? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to rest his shechina as a crown on the heads of every So for those who do the rots of and wait for. Uh, and, and hope for constantly for the Shevach and the godless of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to, to, to for them it's going to be an Atara for the, the, the Shekhin is going to be an Atara on their heads so Yochul you might think that anyone who does the Rats of HaKadosh and hopes for his teferes is going to be Zoha to this Bracha even if they uh, get, if they're prideful about it Tamadomar lishara Amal Matzmo it's only if a person is humble about it and treats themselves like they're just Shirayim Ulruach Mishpat Zeh that's someone who judges Judges his ruach and he and he uh, and and he does tshuva. He uh, he he overpowers his yitzar and he does chuva. Oli yoshev el So zeh hadan din emes la That's referring to someone who judges properly. Lugvura zeh meskaber el That's someone who doesn't listen to his yitzar to violate avodos. Meshivei melchama. Those are tamed chachamim shenosim venosim b'melchamta shel torah that engage in the melchama of torah. Sha'ara el Tamid chachamim shemashkim in mariv and batek nesias bateim Those are the arrive early and leave late from the and the So, uh, so it's as if they're they're the ones that open and close the doors of the batek and and the next So then the next pasuk, uh, the gemara dashing is the next Why is it that the Olam are different than the Jewish people that their Zochet to such a schar, because the Jewish people are also in Torah. So are lay. So the midrash said will say Gamelah biyayin so, Paku uh, So, the Jewish people also have rishayim who do terrible things. So, they should go to Gehenim. So, ain Paku el Gehenim. Paku always means Gehenim. of Zoslo Lefuka. So, when Avigail asked to uh, prevent David from killing Naval Kamali, she warned him that it shouldn't be Lefuka. It means it shouldn't be something that brings him down, that brings him to Gehenim. Vein plilia Ele Dayanim. And plilia is a reference to Dayanim. Shnei'mav Enasen Biflilim. So, uh, so it sounds that Akur was was maskim to the midas hadin? So the Gemara goes back to explain the pesukim of the Megillah, and uh, it, it's uh, after saying v'atil that she had ruach hakodesh. Then all of a sudden, she was standing in the inner court of the king, and 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 uh, and, and uh, the pasuk says, am Levi." means that the ruach hakodesh stopped, you know, uh, stood in place and stopped escorting her. That up until that point, she was escorted by ruach hakodesh. Now she felt empty of the ruach hakodesh, even she. Gave once she got to the base of the a the Shekina left her. she said, why have you abandoned me? Do you treat someone who violates like me as if they did it b'mezid? Valonus someone who was brought to repeatedly, as if I did it o Shema Al shakras of or maybe it's because i i i i uh, i i was by calling him a kelev so she went back and she called him a lion i so she i i i i i i i i and she him a lion. There were three that were there at that time, that i One who lifted up her neck to make her look more beautiful. i i that gave her just this general sense of chesed and, and, and grace another one that extended the sharvit of the Malchus all the way into Lester so she could touch the, the tip of the charbit and how many Amos did that sharvit extend it was two uh, Amos initially but the Malach extended it to 12 Amos long some say the Malach extended it to 16 Amos long some say the Malach extended it to 24 Amos long. Three different opinions. How long the Malach made the Sharbit of the Malchus. In the Brice, we learned that it was 60 Amos. Fourth opinion. And all of these different opinions you find also when Basparo uh, stuck out her arm to reach to uh, Moshe to, in, the, in the basket. And we also find the same thing with the teeth of that he uprooted and mounted to the throne of Klal Yisrael and then bugs uh, bore a hole in the middle of the mountain and made it like a donut and when he and it fell over his neck and when he wanted to lift it up again his teeth had overgrown and made it impossible to lift up the mountain <speaking in Hebrew> that they were lengthened there's bar ofron again remember earlier in the message that we had uh, that Tosa said is it can't be bar Ephron because you don't name somebody Ephron so Rabbi bar ofron said in the name of Rabbi Lazar Mirabo uh, Masayim that he had a tradition going back many generations that it was two hundred amos that, uh, that 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 uh, the teeth that Ogmel Chabashin's teeth overgrown. So the says to What's your request? I'll do up until half of the malchus. Whatever you want to do. So what does it mean? Up until half of the malchus. He didn't say the entire malchus. So nor anything that would be right in the middle of the world, which is underneath, uh, which is under my jurisdiction, so my what's right in the middle of the world, what's in the center of the world, that's a reference to that much he's not willing to do, so she said, let uh, the Melech and Haman come to the party, what was Esther thinking when she invited Haman to the party, 12 opinions, that she was trying to prepare a Michshol for him, she wanted Wanted that uh, Haman should stumble at the party because a mishta for Rashaim always causes them to stumble. Second opinion, Rabbi Me She learned from her father's house that, uh, that that she would hear the children learning Torah. That they would say the pasuk that they that they learned that the sudda for is always a pesach for them to fall to falter. give him lechem and you'll see that he'll fall apart. Rabbi Meiromer. Third of She didn't want to give Haman she, Haman time. To realize that he was in trouble and get advice and then uh, rebel against Achashverosh because uh, he might have been Matzliach in the rebellion. He didn't want Haman to think that she was Jewish. He didn't want her to be, him, Haman to be Chosish that she was Jewish, so therefore she was overly nice to him. Such a powerful line that Rabbi Nechemia says that they, she, she didn't want the Jewish people to think, oh, Esther's taking care of us, we're okay, and therefore they're not going to daven as hard. They should Always realize that only the Rebbeinu takes care of them. So you should think Esther abandoned us. Esther is uh, working against us. She's inviting Haman, and that way they'll daven harder. That uh, she wanted uh, uh, Haman to be available to Achasherosh at all times because maybe she'll be able to get him to do something embarrassing in front of the Melech, and then he'll get himself he'll get killed. And then Rabbi Shum Ben Manassi says that Yargish uh, Hamakom maybe uh, HaKadosh Baruch will see how low I have to go, that I have to do Hanifa to Haman and such a zilzal in my cover that, that will cause us a nace. Rabbi Shoban Karach Omer Azbir Lopanim, I'll show Haman, uh, you know, a nice face, Kedesh Yareg so that the Melech will kill both of them in his in his anger, and since he's going to kill Haman, the Gzera will be batel, um because that was the, uh, the, the the rules in those times, that if uh, one of the Yoatzei HaMalchus gets killed, then it's Mevat the gzera. So she was willing to commit suicide for that. She figured I'll flirt with him, uh, then, uh, then, then we'll both get killed, but at least the will be gone. That she knew that Achasherosh was always flip flopping. So she said, You know, I could get him to make a decree against Haman, but if Haman is not readily available, then he's going to flip flop. He's going to change his mind the next day. So I need Haman there when Achasherosh makes this uh, decree. Wait, we still need to hear what Herbalaz Ramadayi has to say about this. The that Esther worked in a double way that she caused Haman to be uh, to be hated from two sides from the side of the Melech that he uh, will see how much uh, she is machsh of Haman that she invited him to a Suda and mitzad the Sarim that they will see that Haman is raised above them that he was invited to the Suda and if the Melech and the Sarim all hate him and are all jealous of him they're going to kill him and no one's going to have rahmanos no one's going to care about him Shever that in general right before a person falls altars, he's at the peak. He's at, so she's bringing him to a peak so that there's only one way to go from there, and that way is down. Abay and Rav both said the reason that Esther invited Haman to the Mishta was because Paranus of Rashan comes through their Mishta. So, we just had 12 opinions. Which one is the correct opinion? What was Esther really thinking when she invited Haman? They're alright. Right. All of those opinions are correct. Right. Haman then told about his uh, Osher and all of his banim. So the uh, how many sons did he have? That uh, that that uh, it doesn't mean only the ten that were mentioned in the Megillah, because apparently having ten sons was not so uncommon. So Haman would not have taken such great pride in having only ten sons. Samrav, Shloshim Shloshim, he had thirty sons. Ten of them died natural death. That was also not so common. Not so uncommon. In common in the Middle Ages, they have a lot of children, and about a third of them will uh, will die from uh, some sort of disease. You know they'll uh, you know they'll be before uh, uh, there's antibiotics or whatever. So about a third of them would die. The and ten of them were hanged, and like it's told in the story in the Megillah. The al and ten of them have to go begging uh, on the to, to to beg for food. Rabbanu Ami osan shabachazron al psachim shivim havia that there were actually seventy that had to go begging to chiv surveyim bilechem niskaru al el shivim that they had to hire themselves out for bread. For Rami bar Amar. That really there were two hundred and eight. Shneimar verov banav and verov begematria son var beis Verov is gematria of two hundred and fourteen. So i but verov It's written without that vav, so it's written without a vav to, to show gematria of two hundred and eight, and that's how many sons Haman in fact had. Okay, Hashem. Tomorrow we'll pick up with Balila who Nadidash Nasamelech. Tomorrow Shem will be back in person, not only on Zoom. We'll be on Zoom also, and uh, everyone should have a wonderful day
1: if he had 200
0: he had over 200 sons imagine how many descendants of Haman are still floating around right right. wow thank (laughs) you